welcome to Wednesday Tips and Tricks. Maybe it's me, but the eyes of my imagination are often too large for my technical stomach. I have brilliant ideas, or at least I like to think I do, and I've learned how to edit and create reasonably well. The problem comes when I try to save or share my work. The files are too large, I don't know where I've saved them, I end up in tears, it all goes horribly wrong, it's not pretty. Let's talk about good digital housekeeping. Not the most exciting of subjects, but an important part of keeping your sanity. It's worth pointing out that my knowledge of all this is rudimentary at best. I'm quite intuitive at solving problems when I hit them and you might have to learn to be the same. Anything complex or any specific questions, I tend to take it up with YouTube or an online forum. Somebody will undoubtedly have got there before I have. So, first up, think about file types and how to store them. If you're recording video files, they will most likely be MP4 or MOV files. Audio will be WAV files. These are big beasts and if you try to store them on your hard drive, it can get cluttered, it can slow up processes or worse still, it stops programs from working. If you're storing video or audio files on the hard drive, then use a separate folder and make sure you get rid of them once you've finished editing and uploading and empty the trash can. In fact, it's not really that different to real life. Storing files locally also means that if anything happens to your computer, the files could be lost. Make sure you're backing up your data using cold storage so that separate drives like flash drives, thumb drives, SD cards and so on. You can find your files when you need them and not use up valuable processing memory. Just be careful not to lose, break or drop the drive. Alternatively, you might want to use cloud storage like Dropbox, Google Drive or your iCloud account to store large files. It's worth thinking about all this, in fact, before you start working with video or audio, or you can end up spending money as you go along trying to create more space and getting larger and larger subscriptions. It probably also helps to use the cloud storage that you are most familiar with so that you can find your way around it easily. Bear in mind that there are security questions when using cloud storage, so do your research before you shove a whole lot of sensitive files into online storage. Once you've finished editing your files, you will have an even bigger file. Now, in your editing software, you will have the option to export the file in a number of different forms and sizes. So think about where it's going to be viewed. If you're creating a little clip for social media, then you don't need as high a definition as you would if you were making something to be viewed on a large screen or a TV. So choose the file size that's right for your intended audience. At this point, you might find it helpful to use a platform like Vimeo or YouTube, which lets you upload your finished creation and hosts it for you. In YouTube, by default, you can upload videos up to 15 minutes long and if you've got a verified account, you can upload longer videos. Once you've gone through the verification process, you can upload files to a maximum of 128 gigs or 12 hours. That is a long sermon. For files greater than 20 gigs, make sure you're using the most up-to-date version of your browser. With Vimeo, you need to create an account and your file size capacity depends on the level of account that you opt for. Once you've handed the completed file on, you can get rid of the project files in iMovie, GarageBand and so on. If you have to transfer your file to someone else, then you'll probably find that your email provider throws up their digital hands in horror at the thought of carrying your large package of film. You then basically have three options. The first is to put your file onto a memory card or a drive and physically give it to the other person. Tricky in these tiered times. Secondly, you could use a file transfer program like WeTransfer. Now you have to watch maximum file limits with this type of program and unless you're paying for the service, you'll have to get a verification code by email each time you use it. But it is good, it's worth investigating. If you're on a Mac, bear in mind that MailDrop lets you send files up to 5 gigs by creating a download link too. Finally, you can share your file from cloud storage so that rather than transferring the file in the manner of a postal delivery, your recipient is given permission to download your file from your G drive or your Dropbox and so on. Whichever route you choose, don't forget to give yourself plenty of time to upload and download.
That's it for today, except to say that digital housekeeping is a good thing to do, regardless of the pandemic. There are loads of tips on how to do that online, and Marie Kondo, the t-shirt folder extraordinaire, even has a method. Well, of course she does. Join me on Friday for a treat. Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun.